0: Happy holidays. It is the December 26th edition, Sunday night edition, of the PFF forecast after that amazing game. Um, What even happened? I don't even know. I don't remember the second half of that game or uh, much of the first, to be honest with you. But we had a great week, really interesting week. Um, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott all had amazing games. We're going to talk about them a little bit. We're going to uh, do our new segment, Taking the L, and we're going to jump into week 17. Let's rock. Well, um, they should have flexed out of that game. I think. I would have. <laughs> uh, I also I, think. I think Washington plus nine might not have uh, not have covered there. <laughs> didn't I, quite make it
1: happen. You didn't even have to flex out of it. You could have like like uh, went limply through it. I don't. I don't even know. I, I. I. You could have done something other than have that game be a thing.
0: By the way, for people that care, because there are many that have a rooting interest in my fantasy team, I needed Ceedee Lamb to do really well. Cowboys scored (laughs) 50-plus, CD has zero. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, Let's talk about the quarterbacks that played really well. Most impressive, and maybe uh, let me actually flip it this way. What was the most important of the really good quarterback performances? Because there were some very, very good ones, right? Obviously Burrow, um, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott.
1: Uh, it's a great question. I, I would say, I mean, it's, it's probably a cross between Burrow and Allen. Choose one. Um, let's go with Josh. Like you had,
0: like you had to choose your,
1: uh, well for one, jo- for, or... <laughs> for one, Josh Allen graded better. So I'm going to go with him. We did talk about so this, far. You never know. We did talk about this on the podcast when like, Oh, everybody's like, what's wrong with the bills. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, actually, if you like look at, you know, sort of their run game, um, including RPOs, they're fine, and that's because wow, their quarterbacks fantastic in, in those type of plays and all that kind of stuff. Um, four big time throws today, just one turnover worthy play, three three of his passes were dropped, or it would have been an even more impressive day. Obviously, against the Belichick defense. Um I think it's I think all the people who wanted to rush into every single goddamn tweet about who coach of the year was with a picture of Belichick. Mm-hmm. Like need to back the hell off a little bit now that he's lost two games in a row to two contenders. Um, I Again, I think this is a game where if you are a fan of an elite team in the AFC, you would have really liked New England to take care of business today, and you mm-hmm. didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and now Allen's going to be in the playoffs. And that is, I think, terrifying if you are a fan of a team who has Super Bowl aspirations.
0: Um, I think that's a, that's obviously a very fair answer. I really want to go with Burrow and I have a,
1: Joe was wonderful today.
0: Joe's amazing. He's I was at the game. As well. Highest graded quarterback. So you saw him live.
1: I did. I, so it was interesting because <laughs> I really couldn't put into context the way the ball came out of his hand. Yeah. Could you it's, see his leadership on the I, sideline? I could. I could. I could. Did
0: you have binoculars out? Were you listening? Yeah. Did he punch any teammates? No. <laughs> um, I saw so, the ball
1: jumped off his hand. hmm you could hear it, like the crack of the It's bat. like Tiger hitting a
0: driver. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. it's very different. Yeah, you just have to hear it. So, I want to, I want to say Joe Burrow. I, I, I think Josh Allen. You can make a, a ton of, um, of good points there, and I, I do agree with you in a lot of ways. But I think it's Dak, and the reason, the reason that I think it's Dak is that. I don't know that we had as many questions about Josh Allen. Interestingly, like I felt like the narrative around Josh Allen has been yeah it's been a little bit of a regression season but he still got that in him you know he still mm-hmm. got it it's not there's no reason to believe yeah. it might be broken or whatever mm-hmm. there were some real questions about the Dallas Cowboys offense it had not looked good now it's not as if the Washington football team is you know anything special but if we're going to make if we're going to make any bones about Joe Burrow torching what was a junior varsity <laughs> team out there in the Baltimore Ravens then I think it really need, we really need to take into account the way that Dak Prescott looked today. He had five big-time throws in the first half. He said had over 300 passing yards in the first half, had 10 completions, um, 10 or more yards down the football field in the first half, the most by any quarterback in the first half this the season, in prime time in an important game where people were asking, are they in a slump? And the reason I think that's the most important is right now, I look at the NFC I'm not so sure that let's take your Chiefs right your Chiefs right now the prohibitive favorite to make it to the Super Bowl out of the AFC and and for good reason right like the AFC yeah you've got the Bills yeah you've got the
1: Chargers they also just have an inside track at the one seed the, which is a, right. a wonderfully you chop off 30 win, win probability points from that first game when you get the buy like it's an unbelievable advantage
0: a huge advantage so you're the Chiefs. You make to the Super Bowl. You know who the team I don't want to face is? Buffalo. No, you make no, to the oh, Super sorry. Bowl.
1: So on the way to the Super Bowl for me, it's Buffalo. But once I get to the Super Bowl...
0: So I mean, it, this is why I think this performance by Dak Prescott was the most important. Because if Dak Prescott is playing like that, then the answer, in my opinion, is the Dallas Cowboys. I agree.
1: And I, and I think, and, and I know you'll roll your eyes at this a little bit. I don't mean it... I don't mean it in any way other than the progression is sort of the same, which is I I view Dallas as sort of being where Kansas – and I said this on the PFF live NFL live show this morning, which you can watch every Sunday morning at 11 Eastern on YouTube or, or Twitter. But like I said, I said, I think the Cowboys are where the Chiefs were like three, four weeks ago, which is, you know, you kind of had and, – and for the Cowboys, it was – like if you look at yards per play allowed – both defenses are in like the bottom five or six. Like mm-hmm. I think Kansas city's either last or second to last and Dallas for a long time was in that range too. They might've improved. I, I hadn't looked since a, a week or so ago and Dallas was dealing with injuries to guys like uh, Lawrence and um, uh, Gregory and, you know, they cut Jalen Smith. Like there was a lot of like transitionary times there much like the chiefs. And then once they got healthy and turned around, the defense started to fortify and play well and the, the one sort of thing that was holding them back was their quarterback, who is making the $45 million a year, who is an elite player. And you saw it in the Washington game. That Washington game in RFK was like basically what a lot of these Chiefs games have been, which is the defense. You know, they get out to a big lead. Mm-hmm. Defense plays well the whole game. And Dak is kind of just keeping them in the game by playing bad. Yeah. And Mahomes was there for you know for a while. He's still not perfect. He's still, as to your point out today, he hasn't like graded the best so far. But like Kansas City sort of got out of that right now, and and Pat's playing better, and Dak today played a lot better. And when when that happens, and everything else is taken care of, that's a Super Bowl team, and I think yeah. Dallas is of that ilk. Well, it's interesting. Like I I don't at full strength. I don't believe that the
0: Cowboys are better than the Packers or the Bucks, but
1: neither of those teams are at full strength right now. So where where are the Cowboys worse than the Packers? Is it just quarterback? It's, it's quarterback and this guy named Devonte Adams, who's singularly uncoverable. So I like I think Adams is the best receiver in football. He's the highest in our PFF war. He's even and, uh, and, higher yeah. than Cooper Cup. And one more thing, by the way, which is. Matt Lafleur is, is better than is better our friend Mike. Yeah, yeah. I guess okay, so. That makes sense. I, I still wonder though if strength in numbers is what wins in January. Well, I'm concerned against I, a great defense.
0: Yeah, I'm also worried about um, Aaron Rodgers' like toe. <laughs> you know, like yeah. if you're not a, a thousand percent in the playoffs, that's gonna hurt. If I look at the Bucks, they have a ton of injuries and they have no Chris Godwin. Um, you hope that Mike Evans comes back, but dealing with the hamstring is, you know, not a guarantee I was not impressed with their offense against the putrid Carolina Panthers today. So I think that's why right now you look at the Dallas Cowboys and you say, wow, if this is how Dak Prescott can play,
1: then this team right now is the, the most scary. So, so I, yeah, cause I, I think, look, I agree with you that Adams is better than any wide receiver on Dallas. Mm-hmm. I think Dallas's receiving core is better than Green Bay's. Yeah, the, the tight well, for one, if you add in tight end, like I think Schultz is obviously Packers got an injured tight end out for the season yeah. in, in Tanyan. and then Saint Brown, MVS, they're all kind of they they have their moments, but they're inconsistent. Whereas like Gallup. Gallup, If the Packers had Michael Gallup, like their offense would be unstoppable, right? Like if if the pack, you know, and, and he's the three for Dallas, then you throw in Cedric Wilson, uh, something called Malik Turner today was pl- balling out. Malik Turner would be the second wide receiver on the Packers, like mm-hmm. I, you know, and so the, there's that. There's also just like a lot of the statements made by Packer fans who are great. I mean, they they have a point, but like, is oh we're getting so and so back. Mm-hmm. David Bakhtiari has been a week away from coming back for two for months. For a while, yeah, yeah like that's true. I like and it was the same thing with Mitchell Schwartz last year with the Chiefs. It's like, oh, Mitchell will be back by the playoffs, and it's like, no, like, okay, at some point. So let's say it's Green Bay in Lambo,
0: this, and this is where this is where Dallas. I think this is where it's it's tough, right? So if it's in Lambo and it's thirty degrees and frozen tundra,
1: what's the spread? Yeah, I think Green Bay is favored by three and a half three and a half, you give them the hook? They were favored by three against Tampa. I think, obviously, you know, I think Dak is is an inferior quarterback to Rodgers, but I don't think it's a cat- catastrophic difference. Um, I think that, da- well, for one, Green Bay's defense is not trending in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Like, and to the degree that defense matters, and we know that defense is sort of oscillate, so whatever. But, you know, it it, it would be closer than people think. I think I- Dallas would be... Three and a half. And I think you'd almost have to take the underdog there.
0: Yeah. I'm making it three. If I make it three and a half, then I'd expect everyone to come back. Come back Dallas. Dallas. But I will I will give Green Bay the three. Um, what about Tampa Bay? So that would three. be right now, that would
1: mean that'd be in Dallas. Three. So, so yeah. so. I guess, like, we can't look back at week one because there were thoughts about Dak's arm and all that kind of there, stuff. There's a lot of differences, And there yeah. was a lot of differences. But, like, Tampa against against Dallas on a neutral is probably Tampa minus one and a half, two. Yeah. Maybe. I don't even know. And the thing, my issue is, is, like, everybody comes at and says, oh, the Bucks are banged up and blah, blah, blah. Like, I remember Tom Brady going into Arrowhead with filter Dorsett. And like Rex Burkhead and shit like that, and like I'm not that the, concerned yes. that they don't have Leonard Fournette. I'm, that's the
0: the key for the Bucks is if they have Antonio Brown. As crazy as this is, Antonio Brown is a complete like. I mean, he's out there, but he's still really freaking yeah. good. <laughs> and I mean, he
1: is out there, both on the field yeah. and like also out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yes, it's it's a very good point.
1: So but, like, so isn't it cool though that the NFC is Like you look and like, I think if you look at the, at at some of the teams, right? You look at the top three, all three of those teams can win the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. And then you go and a step below, and this is going to be, you know, part of, I think, I don't remember when I used my L, uh, what I used my L on last week, but I'm going to use it, you know, but then it's the Rams who are 11 and four, probably one of the worst 11 and four teams of all time. Let's be really honest here. And and the Arizona Cardinals who have figured out a way to to botch this lead again for the second straight year. You have the Niners team who I think can win a playoff game against anybody, including the top three teams. And then you have a clusterfuck at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Pardon my French. But like that's a fun conference, right? It is. It, yeah. It's We're, a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah. But then you look at the other side in the AFC and it's like it's a lot of like mediocre quarterbacks. And we saw one of the potentially truly elite ones today lose to the Houston Texans Mm. and I like and to me obviously as somebody who roots for Kansas City as a fan like that's awesome like because if the more elite guys you can get out of the playoff race Mm. the better but for the league like do we really want a Drew Locke Teddy Bridgewater in the playoffs over Justin Herbert because we're going to get that if Denver beats them this week. Yeah, they better not fuck that up <laughs> <I> mean, like, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Right?
0: Not having the Chargers and Justin Herbert in the playoffs would be one of the biggest L's taken yeah. um, overall. It's, what's really interesting to me is I think indicative of the difference between the AFC and the NFC is the Bengals, who are a good team, are winning a division, right? Mm-hmm. And you look at all the other division winners and you go, man, like, yeah, it's, the Bengals should be a playoff team, but I think that is indicative of the AFC, where it's like, yeah, you don't have a Lamar Jackson playing at the top of his game right now. Um, I do think that, I mean, my takeaway from watching Joe Burrow today and recognizing that he's been the highest graded quarterback all season, and that has really rubbed people the wrong way because he has a bunch of interceptions, these league interceptions. Yeah. There are only two quarterbacks, one of my favorite stats um, uh, of this week, there are only two quarterbacks in the NFL who have more turnover-worthy plays than interceptions. So a turnover-worthy play, we grade it as a play that should result in a turnover. It's a really bad fumble or a terribly thrown ball. Not all those turn into interceptions, right? There's a lot of drops, a lot of tips that don't go um, capitalized on. There are only two quarterbacks in the NFL with more interceptions than turnover-worthy plays, which basically says they have gotten really unlucky. Mm -hmm. And that is Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. And so, when you look at Joe Burrow's grade and you go, ah, oh, how can he have the highest grade in the NFL? Mm-hmm. That is one of the reasons. You watch him play today and look at the way he's throwing the football and his accuracy and his ability to make plays with his legs and in certain situations. He's been really, really good. And I'll say this he has a chance next week.
1: I'll be there. You'll be there. I'll be there. We were in my Marcus Allen jersey. If he, if he, out-duels Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Did he get MVP votes? He should get MVP. Votes. I, I, look, I, I was there, by the way, so my opinion matters more. <laughs> um, so I was there today, and when we and I took an L, no, I take it. This is not my official one. I'm oh, it's gonna, not your official I'm one. Gonna okay, the world, I'm going to give the world more. Good. But like, but this is the so I liked the Ravens today, and I liked the Ravens obviously because I thought that they had a humongous advantage at head coach, mm-hmm. and I thought. Even with Josh What'd you Johnson. see? What'd you see on the sidelines? Yeah. And Josh Johnson played okay today. Like that's the biggest funny thing about it. But he did. Like every single game we've watched this Bengals team play, they suck the life out of that offense. Right? They run mm-hmm. the ball to Joe Mixon on early downs. They throw silly little screens to the CJ Uzama at the tight end position. And what I saw today, again, I was there. It was fun. I saw an offense that confidently played with the confidently went through their best player finally finally they went through joe burrow finally he threw the ball on early downs finally he went down the field and my worry about this Bengals team because look it's freaking fun to walk around the banks when people are happy about this team it's it's awesome my worry is that (laughs) they looked out at that ravens defense and saw something called Kayvon seymour playing corner and yeah. they and like and they have, there, there's a little safety that plays for the the Ravens who we liked in our, our uh, draft pro who was undrafted and I now realize why he's five foot three inches tall our mm-hmm. Darius not your Darius not my Darius our Darius Washington yeah. what he's is not, he's not particularly he's like, tall no. he's he's like five feet tall and so like my worry is that the the I bank, didn't know this is
0: going to be a rant I'm, I'm so
1: glad we I'm, got here I'm so worried you also just said it's
0: fun to be around the banks. I don't no, know. No, no, no,
1: no, no! Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa.
0: This is a this little
1: is... town of Methlehem. Back yourself up a little bit. <laughs> that was that was one of your good ones. Thank I you. Did. Um This is why nobody trusts the media, George. I said it's fun to be around the banks when they're winning. That's what I said. You, you cut me off. That's like. That's like I like. Somebody says I like skyline chili. So I- there's a place where I can pee when I'm drunk. On but- the side. Like you cut that off and say I like skyline chili. I only like it when I sit at the counter so I can see it being yeah. made. To be perfectly clear. Jeez. But anyway, so like my worry with the Bengals is they saw a very vulnerable. Ravens team Mm -hmm. and and said, Oh good, okay, time to go. Time to time to get out here. Yeah, and Wink Martindale poured a little gasoline on the fire, right? He had Joe Burrow fired up.
0: Not the week (laughs) going in. It's like Wink Martindale firing up Joe Burrow before this game is like walking into a duel and just being like, Yeah, I don't actually need any bullets for this. (laughs) Like literally showed up with a gun with no bullets. But like
1: if they if if the Bengals play that aggressively and play through their best player the rest of the season. I agree. Chiefs are going to have a hard time beating them next week, and then uh, in week yeah. seventeen, they're going to have a hard time beating like they're going to have a hard time beating Cleveland, right? And, like, and and that's my
0: point, which is I'm not going to crown the reason that I'm not going to say, "Oh my God," you know, this game against the the Ravens where Joe Burrow went off, it was great. It does not matter nearly as much, obviously, as it will if he does it against a real football team. But he has a chance. To do it against not just a real football team yeah with all its players but the best football team in the nfl coming into his house and so that i i'm really excited for that game i can't wait to talk about it um let's do the take the l yeah in just a second okay because um if you are you know if you just got a little christmas gift you got a little christmas cash and you're looking for a good way to spend it um There's a great deal on PFF.com right now. You can get a PFF Elite subscription, which means you can see all the PFF grades for every single player, every single week, uh, plus all the betting tools, the props tool, the best bets tool, the betting dashboard, plus all of PFF's exclusive uh, premium content and all of our fantasy tools for 50% off with promo code ELITEUP. That gives you a PFF Elite subscription for an entire year for 50% off, that's less than $9 a month for the entire year. By the way, people in the uh, comments here on YouTube said, we picked the Cowboys to make to the Super Bowl. Let me be clear. I said, the Chiefs don't want to face the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. We made them underdogs to both the Packers and the Buccaneers.
1: In the conversation that's part of it by by the way intern zach uh who who's uh also interned with the ravens one of the reasons why we went to the game today he corrected me that was tony jefferson uh who was playing as which even even further strengthens my take because tony jefferson is my age Mm -hmm. and he's out there and he's still five foot three at least i'm six i might be you saw him live
0: so i might be
1: 35 years old as well but i'm at least six three and not five three
0: so Taking the L is clearly you going to a game live and having no idea who you were watching. Um,
1: I, I blame intern Zach because I was like, intern Zach, where, who is that player right there? He looks tiny, and he's like, oh, is that Darius Washington? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. We liked him coming out, mm-hmm. and I went with it. So I'm not okay. blaming Zach. I'm just saying.
0: I'll go first. Uh, the biggest L that I took this week betting was an easy one. Um, when all of the COVID news came out for the Colts, I – you laid it with the
1: the, okay okay
0: now i had already i already had the colts in our teasers so i thought it was a great opportunity to um get the best of both worlds i mean and and i think frank reich deserves a ton of credit i mean carson wentz wasn't great but he also wasn't a complete catastrophe like we saw against the new england patriots the l there is taken by me and the cardinals Sure. That was a disgrace. i,
1: I look by the I, I, there's something so I was listening to the circles off podcast with Rob Rapazzola and Johnny from bet stamp. and um they were um they were talking about how they're trying to handicap. We talked about this two what was it two weeks ago where we we were saying, you know, some of your best picks are not going to get closing line value. Mm-hmm. you're not going to get closing line value for the right reasons, right? So, for example, last week we took the Raiders plus six and a half. they closed at minus three that had nothing to do with how you, how sharp you and I were, right. We took Washington plus four that closed at ten that had no that that was no that had nothing to do with how sharp or dull we were in that mm-hmm. game rob Rob was saying that he was essentially betting sort of like, because these moves have these injuries have had multiple point moves, and so multiple point moves are generally worth trying to arbitrage if it if it goes through key mm-hmm. numbers, and so like I'll never fault somebody for betting on COVID injury news because like it's and it's unprecedented. We have not had these cluster type mm-hmm. injuries yeah, I mean, their in the NFL entire
0: level. offensive line, yeah. and that's what I thought.
1: I mean, I've talked about this a bunch.
0: We talk, we've honestly spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about how when you have... There are certain teams that have done this better than others. I always think about the Saints who would always deal with these injuries of they dealt with them this year at tackle. And they kind of like just move guys around and those guys come in and they're not a catastrophe. And the fact that the Colts were able to bring in some guys who weren't a catastrophe, I thought it was a little bit about that a lot about that a lot about what Frank Reich did also a lot about the fact that the Arizona Cardinals did not take advantage of it don't have a defensive well, and the line game take is noisy
1: it. right so we look at this game and and I said after the game I said that I thought coach Reich should be in the conversation for coach of the year mm-hmm. you know starting zero and three starting one and four uh, some gut-wrenching losses one to the Ravens one to the Titans mm-hmm. one to the uh, Tampa Bay of late or else they would already be in the playoffs and and he was a coaching mismatch against Cliff Kingsbury and that worked in that game if you bet it that way and and I think a, a Green Line actually liked it at 3 like that's why you know it's good to sort of like know what the buy price is and know that like once it catches on to a key number like 3 you could buy you know that that side of it but that same reasoning absolutely works with Ravens Bengals and sometimes the Bengals just decide to call the good plays, mm. and that's and you chalk it up to variance. And I, is that is that your L? No, my L this week, and it, and it's a general like statement.
0: Mm. The sweater it, you wore this
1: morning. Yep, that too. Yeah. Um, and the lunch I had at the stadium. Oof. Um, what oh, what did you have? We had like well, actually the lunch we had at the same as good as Wagyu burger. Oh yeah, think about that, Cincinnati.
0: Yeah. On one
1: side of the stadium you Def- can have. Skyland definitely it was definitely, it was definitely a wagyu burger um, that's for anyway, sure anyway so uh a couple weeks ago the only thing i had wagged was the dog that they made the burger with the the a couple weeks ago i deemed the arizona cardinals not the best team in football i deemed them the most impressive team in football and i think i need I think I overreacted to a small sample size, so mm-hmm. that's my L. I, I, they the, so did you bet them this week? No, I bet I bet Indy. Okay, so you I, didn't actually take an L on them. No, but but long term, so so here's the thing: if I if I was actually so for one, our simulation liked Arizona more, like as much as the betting market, mm-hmm. meaning that there was and I only I, I made the, I've made a couple Rams bets at plus money to win the NFC West. Like, I have them at plus 200 at mm. one point. I have even money at one point. If I had a better understanding of the situation, this is my betting L. If I would have had a better understanding of the situation and what Cliff represents and what the Rams schedule represents, the fact that they get a privilege of going on the road and facing mm. Cousins this week, mm. I would have had, like, three times as much money on the Rams to win the NFC West. Like, it was, it w- when they were in that, like, plus 400, plus 500, mm. plus 300 range, that was the time to smash. And I'm pissed off that I missed that opportunity. That's my L.
0: Okay, good. You brought that back nicely. It started with Wagyu at the uh, Bengal Stadium, so you know you really pulled that really pulled that back in. Um, anyways, yeah. let's get to uh, anything else before we get to week 17. Uh, uh, no more Thursday night football, by the way.
1: Yeah, there's bowls. Obviously, mm-hmm. um,
0: it's a good so it's a good mention. Yep. Before we get to week 17. There are many, many bulls. If you are like me, that probably means that you need help figuring out who to bet during this week. And you can do so at pff.com. As I mentioned, 50% off the Elite subscription, which will give you every single thing you need to know uh, uh, to bet the bowl games. They'll give you all the reasons, they'll give you what our model thinks, uh, plus all the great article content that will explain it in more detail. Elite up, 50% off. And when you go place those bets, place to do it is at DraftKings and the DraftKings Sportsbook, Uh, the official sports betting partner and official sports betting partner of the NFL. Here's the deal. Use promo code PFF, bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game this week, and you will win $200 in free bets. So don't miss out on any of the action. Go to download the app right now. If you're in a place that does not allow uh, you to uh, bet legally, you can still use DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest, Draft uh dfs optimizer uh, lineup optimizer is there for you as well with an elite subscription so go make that happen uh all new customers also get a free shot to win a million dollars promo code pff yeah
1: one thing i've noticed this week by the way which has been fun what's that the college games have college player props and while we at pff do not have a college player props model yet Mm. your dms are open my dms are open but a pff subscription like if you have a college subscription or something I I say this, they are very easy. And so a lot of it is combining sort of like going on, like literally type in, find a beat writer for both teams and make sure you find out who's dressed and who's not. Go to PFF, get a college subscription, find out who is getting the most targets, snaps, all that kind of stuff. It's easy.
0: Do it. You heard it here first. Promo code is PFF at DraftKings and the DraftKings Sportsbook. It must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania. Only new customers, the ones that are eligible. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One per customer, search for supply to DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are on to week 17. 1 p.m. slate on Sunday. No Saturday games either, of course. Um, we'll start with Eagles, Washington, because why the hell not? Uh, the Washington football team sucks. They're fighting on the sideline. Not great.
1: Underwind total has hit. Uh, yeah. If you got eight and a half, which was plus money at one point in the summer. Um, Not great.
0: Uh, I have the Washington football team favored by three and a half, or sorry, uh, getting. three and a half underdogs at home. I am the same. And it
1: is. Philly. Philly's fucking good, man. Like, it's kind of weird to say this.
0: Yeah. I mean, are you reading into them beating a Giants disaster?
1: No, no. I. So. I, I let me reel in my statement here. Mm-hmm. When Philadelphia plays an inferior team, they kick the hell out of them mm-hmm. because they have such a really, they have a really good front four on defense, and they have a really imposing front five on offense. So, like this is this is the aforementioned kind of game, right?
0: Yeah. So uh, I could
1: see them being favored by more, more. I don't, I don't see line on Pinnacle. I think precisely because of the fact, fact that, that they the just team. played and like
0: yeah i'm seeing four in some places
1: yeah, i w- i understand four i don't know if i could take the points with washington given what i saw tonight but it might be something where if people are betting into so again pro- we're probably not gonna write this up but just think about how the market's gonna move if people sort of continue to buy into this washington like everybody's mm-hmm. gonna see dallas on the sports centers and stuff yeah pounding this team into submission everybody's gonna look at philly and think Oh my God! Phillies eight seven eight and seven. They're just a couple. They're a trolley right away from the playoffs. And this number could get to like six, especially mm-hmm. if COVID stuff happens. Be on the lookout. If it does get to a full touchdown, Washington at home would be a classic sort of bounce back spot. Three and a half, four. Not yeah. taking it. Don't overreact too much. Um, Panther
0: plus the Washington football team is just embarrassed on national TV. Nope. Yep. You know, think. Ron about-
1: Rivera is not a complete boob, so he's he's not going to like just like lay down here.
0: Panthers Saints Ooh. in New Orleans. Obviously the Saints play uh tonight uh against the Dolphins. would you have the set?
1: Two and a half Saints.
0: You might be on crack cocaine. Uh I have the Saints minus seven. What'd you have in that Wagyu?
1: Little uh Wag who? Little little, <laughs> little stray dog. Okay, so and like, some, I agree some that crystal. I agree that Carolina <laughs> is not salt. I agree that Carolina is terrible. <laughs>
0: Just mix it up. New in there. Orleans
1: is New Orleans is starting s- some combination of Taysom Hill, e- Trevor Simeon, or Ian Book. So, you seen the Panthers?
0: I've seen the Panthers. I mean, who are they, Who are the Panthers playing at quarterback? Matt Rule thinks his, thinks it's working.
1: He does think it's working. Okay. I mean, look, you're not, you're not seeing this the results this, on the this, field. This, this but game's it's not available in most spots, so it's fine if I'm wrong here. But like, my my issue is, is again, the Panthers. By the way, I see seven. You see, so you're at okay. Would you take plus seven? Uh, no, seven's a price
0: I wouldn't bet it at. I think if it got to seven and a half, I'd consider the Panthers. Um, for so less so than seven.
1: I know the Panthers have been terrible, mm-hmm. but. They're also getting, like, the sh- crap kicked out of them by good teams. Like, Tampa, Buffalo. Like, New Orleans isn't a good team. New Orleans is a— New Orleans at
0: home— n- The New Orleans defense at home will absolutely incinerate whoever Matt Rulf and his culture bring out to play quarterback.
1: Emphasis on cult, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, um, okay. I, I could be wrong. I, my issue is, is when I look at New Orleans, I just see a team that can't move the football. Yeah.
0: Who's playing quarterback for the The total on the, the game
1: tonight is 36 and a half.
0: Is Jameis Winston playing quarterback for the Saints? I think year? if
1: I think if I'm Sean Payton and I and I come back, I am I am pulling Jameis Winston back in. Interesting, because I think I actually
0: think it goes a step further. I think Sean Payton goes, look, I'll come back, but I'm not I'm not doing this again.
1: I want Russell Wilson. I want oh Aaron Rodgers, I want. But why would – okay, okay, let's pull it back a little bit. If you are an elite quarterback Mm -hmm. and you look at New Orleans right now, who who in their right mind would would play in New Orleans? I think Russell Wilson. He's just used to not having any help? I think he'll look at – you know, here's (laughs) what he'll do.
0: He'll look at two tackles that are good. He's never Mm -hmm. had an offensive line. He look at Sean Payton, an offensive coach, and go, "Wow, that'd be that'd be a whole new world for me." He'd think about the you know he, the the situation in New Orleans. The fan base is fantastic.
1: You have a good coach. Do you think he'd and, like be a big time Bourbon like? Oh my God, that's a great thing. He'll open a coffee shop. Well, Bourbon Street is sort of like the fake like Bourbon Street's not where to go, right? It's sort of like Frenchmen or something like that. But like Russell's going to own Bourbon Street. Like that's that's how Russ is going to be.
0: I mean, I. I I think he that it's not that hard of a sell, and you know he'll go he'll he'll think about all the times that he's had. You know, he'll look at like Doug Baldwin, Tyler Lockett, guys Mm -hmm. that weren't first round picks. That um, even yeah, even DK
1: Metcalf wasn't.
0: Yeah, okay. By the way, you want to enjoy yourself? Go look at DK Metcalf's draft and see all the players that went ahead of him. It's really funny. Uh, Buccaneers, Jets in New York. I have the Promise? Buccaneers. Yeah. Buccaneers favored by 14 and a half.
1: I said it was sixteen and a half. Those are my jets too.
0: Yeah, those are your jets. Uh, I see thirteen, uh, trending thirteen and a half.
1: I think I think you have to take Tampa.
0: Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Um Tom Brady owns the Jets.
1: Yeah. You you know why uh, that his uh, first son son or daughter? The initials are Jet. Oh, really? Because like Bridget Monahan like was like angry that he like left her.
0: That's really funny.
1: <laughs> and that was back when the Jets had a fighting chance against Brady. Yeah. Right. Like this was like two decades ago. But yeah. That's really funny. So maybe yeah, maybe he just pulverizes them. Who knows? I the the Jets are a team that plays hard. That's it. That was great analysis,
0: Eric. Thank you. That's why people tune in. That's why <laughs> Dolphins Titans.
1: This is a good game
0: uh, in Tennessee. It's a what? It's a good game.
1: Has playoff implications. I, I agree that it does. I, I, mm. th- this, these are uh, these are two offenses that are going to make me want to pull my hair out.
0: Related to the other games that are out here this week, like, this is a good game. Um, I, I said the Titans favored by three. I said two and a half. There won't be a lineup on Pinnacle. Um, Titans three and a half.
1: If it op- if it reopens that, I would take Miami. Yeah, My I'm he. You.
0: I'm with you. It, it is impressive how good like AJ Brown, easy easy top ten, top seven, maybe even top five receiver. Dude's a beast when he's on the field.
1: Yeah. Somehow Tannehill finds a way though to like he really make does. it hard. He Really does.
0: Yeah, I think if it's I think if it's three and a half, I, I'm there with the Dolphins. Jags, Pats, uh, in New England. We talk about the Patriots for a second. It has not been good.
1: And what was it that good in the first place?
0: Yeah, right. So I guess that's a good question. They played an easy schedule. Um, but I think this the point that I would take away from the Patriots not being super good recently is this is the oh, we had a really good free agency class it was really a way of saying we hit on a quarterback. And mm-hmm. Mac Jones was playing really, really well, and Mac Jones is playing really, really badly of late. Um, I think he's a bottom, like, five or six-graded quarterback in the last five weeks. Um, and that's not going to get it done. So, ah, man, uh, obviously well, the Jags are not going to— you're,
1: you're just highlighting the fact that, like, almost everything in the NFL is quarterback-driven. And once the quarterback play equilibrates, then we can start talking about second-order things. Mm-hmm. Like the free agencies for New England were all second-order events. Right? You know The football people hate to, hate to hear it, but if Cam Newton's playing for New England, they have six wins this year. And you know, Mac Jones has been a huge upgrade over what Cam mm-hmm. was going to be. Mm-hmm. And, and then once they sort of found their level, then we can start attributing things to the Matthew Judons and the Ken, uh, Kendrick Bournes and those guys. But when Mac Jones can't get the thing off the ground – nothing else matters right
0: yeah i agree what do you think the spread is on this game 13 and a half new england i said
1: i had a friend who just text me and asked me where bradley cooper's water bottle is it's a good question your your your, oh. your wooden water bottle's <laughs> gone
0: yeah i forgot it <laughs> and hopefully i make it through the podcast if you really <laughs> ask uh we'll we'll dry um
1: I thought it was my jokes, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Uh, By the way, when I said I'm a little dry, (laughs) all I could think about was (laughs) we go down to Sheree (laughs) Burr's. She's soaking down there. I'm sorry. What are we on here? I had the Patriots here by 13 and a half as well. Um, 15 and a half.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Dare you? I mean, dude, Jacksonville's horrendous. Yes, I agree.
0: Jacksonville lost to the Jets today. There's no way that I'm taking the the
1: Jags. The Jaguars, like, I'll when, say this. What's First it going to take all- for you to say sorry to Urban Meyer? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Urb's one, two, yeah. Remember when they asked Bevel in a press conference, like, he's like, you have a, a chance to win more games than Urban did. And he go and he smirked, and it's like, oh, then you lose to the Jags when you were, lay, or sorry, lose to the Houston Texans. You're laying seven. Zach Wilson, and then you drew just, for
0: 102 yards today. Yeah. They lost.
1: Yeah, is it too late now? Um, yeah, I look, I don't like this is a game. I do think I'd lay the 15 and a half because I do think New England, but the Jacksonville has beaten teams like Buffalo. I think New England. It's like the rookie quarterback against Belichick thing.
0: Oh, yeah. Plus, plus this is a, uh, a statement game for the Patriots here. <laughs> Mac Jones needs to get the uh, yeah, he needs to get training wheels back, back on, on there. The track, yeah, you know? yeah, I do think, I don't know, man, two full touchdowns. But, yeah, I'm with you. Raiders-Colts in Indianapolis. I have the Colts favored by
1: 6.5. Same. Wow, we're on the same wave like, for everything except yeah. for the Saints.
0: And the Wagyu at the uh, –
1: Stop! 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 <laughs> Bengals. Say. I had wagyu beef with you. I know what it is.
0: Colts. Um, we have Colts minus seven and a half. Ooh!
1: I'll say this: the the Oakland won today, but they were totally Oakland about it. Like, mm-hmm. Carr car is the biggest Kirk I've ever seen. Some days, and today he was the Kirkiest. Yeah. And like Josh Jacobs, like I'm sorry, the Josh Jacobs draft pick needs to be like. It's one of those things where it's like. When you've taken a Damon Arnett and you've taken a, a Jonathan Abram and you've taken a Cleveland Farrell and you've taken a Henry Ruggs and all this kind of stuff, you sort of like lose track of the fact that the Josh Jacobs pick was horrendous and he's garbage. Like, whoa, he's, whoa. he's terrible. Every time <laughs> I have to see what's in your red solo cup. Is this a beer from the stadium? Every time I have. Oh, to, the glasses are off. Oh every my time God. I watch Josh Jacobs run Holy between the tackle, A part of me dies. I didn't know you felt this way. I I I had a significant amount of money this year on Raiders over. And so I and watched. Josh
0: Jacobs stole it from you?
1: He didn't steal it. No, they, oh, it, it oh, went over. Okay.
0: They got eight wins. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or seven wins. I can't remember how many I needed. They got eight. They got to the eighth day. Yeah but it was excruciating George and, and like <laughs> the fact that peyton barbers out here has more juice than josh jacobs needs to be discussed and and, I, and then the guy fumbles too like if you're running i don't know what and you exist josh like, jacobs you're ever already on my shit you. list if you fumble i don't know what i can do with you
0: god oh, man the what is in this silica? we get you it's, we need a drug test
1: it's not It's it's nowhere near as wet as our favorite <laughs>
0: You guys can't see this, but there's a ton of crystal math on the table now. Uh, I've reached my quota on that joke for this podcast. I want to take the the Raiders here, and it's tough. I I don't know. I said, look, I think over a touchdown, I've said this a, a few times, when two teams that are, one of which is not a complete joke, are facing one another over a touchdown just is too much. Um, the Raiders have a shot to make the playoffs.
1: They do. Here's the problem though. The Raiders are so this game like and I think seven and a half might be the right number because to take the Raiders because the Raiders are either going to keep this close and they could win it, or the Colts are going to beat them by 30. And I feel like for Satya he's a good like a good interim guy Frank Reich with an extra day as rest is not necessarily who. Yeah, no, it makes. I want to fade.
0: I agree with you, and I'm terrified of the fact that the Raiders' defense will just get run over by the Colts. So maybe we stay away. Chiefs Bengals. How is this a 1 p.m. game? By the way. Like what are we doing? Well, here?
1: we need all the rest of the day to party on the banks. Oh
0: my God. How A, how is this not flexed? B how is this at one point? Well,
1: m. because we get the privilege of Kirk versus versus You a partying Riders. on the
0: banks is something that I would love to see.
1: Well, the Kansas City Chiefs have already secured their yeah. sixth consecutive AFC West title. Yeah. Do they have a path to the one seed through this week? It's it's windy. I think that they have to win out for the one seed to be assured of it. The
0: oh the Chiefs you mean like uh, like they could, closing it up this week
1: right so like that would be like that would elicit a party although we got to do the Kornacki stuff so I have to leave it in the right fourth quarter anyway
0: yeah let's not have you running wild on the banks exactly I'd yeah. just be worried about what you'd say to Josh Jacobs fans
1: like if I saw some guy wearing a, like a an Oakland twenty eight jersey I just tackle them on the side what is what if
0: you saw the Raiders coach and his established mustache yeah.
1: What's his name again? I don't. I, I did not say it right the first time. Versace? I don't know.
0: <laughs> we have we have a member of the Versace family now <laughs> are coaching the the Raiders. I I can't. Um, what do you have this Chiefs Bengals game? You have three. Yeah. You have the Bengals getting three at home. Getting three. Okay. Um, well, if you're offering that, I will take the Chiefs. I have the Bengals getting six and a half.
1: So it splits down the middle. It's four and a half. Um,
0: Bengals. Look, so I'll get- look. I've said,
1: <laughs> I, you've, been Holmes, neg- you've been more yes, negative about the Chiefs. I've than me. been
0: negative about the Chiefs because I have to deal with you telling me about how, like, on one hand, for thirty-one teams, like defense doesn't matter, but the Chiefs' defense is com- finally coming together at the right time, and it's. You know, Austin
1: Gale, by the way. But live, here's the thing. Live messaging us during the show about And he caught on to it, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard that, and I was like, is there a V in there? Um, <laughs> F-O, Sachi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't even spell the Saatchi. But here's the thing. So I, I was looking at this earlier today. So over the past, um, since week 10, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, EPA per play, second in the league, behind only the Packers. It's not, it's it, it's not where they've been in the past. Okay. However, it's a hell of a lot better than it was during their little downswing this year, and the difference is is that Mahomes' play is nowhere near what it has been in the past. He has as many turnover-worthy plays as he has big-time throws. And all that said. I am not letting the Bengals beating up on a team that literally had no defensive backs sway me. I am worried, however,
1: about Tyron Matthew. Do you know anything about a quad? It's not like a So he's
0: probably gonna play.
1: I mean, I don't know if it's probably gonna play, but but yeah, that's the the, so the the leak here for any AFC team facing the Bengals is like they can really stretch you out with defensive backs, Mm. right? Like, like, yeah. it, you know, they go three deep at wide receiver, mm-hmm. and Higgins, Chase, and, Boyd and, they, are and awesome. they have. They also have. They also have. You know, Uzama's a fairly decent tight end, and then. So I, I think that that's, hmm. like, that's my worry. Is that, it, but at the same time, like, you think about it, are, are do the Bengals have a good defense? Here's a question for you. Yeah, they got good pass rush with Hendrickson yeah. and uh, oganjobi and. Guys like that. And the secondary, they're kinda deep. Like Trey Wayans is like not getting snaps. He's a starting caliber defensive back in the league. He's not getting stabbed. Eli Apple, Chadobia Wuzier, Mike Hilton are all good corners. Um, you know, you have in the in the secondary, you have Jesse Bates who's good. You have uh Vaughn Bell, you have uh uh Ricardo Allen who's used to be a starter in this league. Like I don't know, I think they match up okay. I don't know. I'm I'm still like do you you're gonna lay four and a half on the road. Oh, the road! I mean, come on. So here's the here's okay. So let's do a little bit of betting. I'm not. Here. This is what I would do. Worried about the road.
0: I mean, the Bengals beat the Broncos by five. Okay, fifteen to ten. They lost to the Niners here. Mm-hmm. Twenty-six to 23. Your Niners. Yep. Yeah. They got the their teeth kicked in at home against the chargers and they beat the brakes off of the steelers <laughs> at home those are those are their last five games in addition obviously to the win against josh johnson here
1: look i, I like i i just think it's tough. so here's what i would do if i'm going to bet this game is is i would probably I would probably, if I were to bet this game, I would probably bet alts with the Chiefs. I don't think four and a half does it for me. If I, mm. like, I would probably lay six and a half at plus okay. money. I'd probably lay nine and a half at a certain amount. Like, that's what I would do. I would I would take, like, I don't think four and a half, I think four and a half is sort of daring you to bet Bengals if you like them, um, which I've, like, almost talked myself into. But Yeah, you really have. Um, Actually, and here's the other I'm, thing. I'm proud of you. Oh, to like I like the Bengals. Yeah. I don't know. Um Yeah. So that that's kind of uh, a thought. A Better thought.
0: quarterback at home getting points. <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: I'm just mad yeah. that the Chiefs under didn't hit today, even though it was a good bet. Um, okay. I mean, we can we could agree to disagree on this one. I do think yeah. the alt spreads is a big one. Like, take take the alternate ones if you like the Chiefs. Take you know, go for the dog if you like uh, the um bungles at home Bengals,
0: giants bears in chicago this is a real nfl game being played in week 17 i have the bears fair by four and a half
1: i said two and a half it appears to be like six or something
0: yeah because the giants are
1: well they don't know who the quarterback is disaster that's a big one
0: um are you betting that game Falcons-Bills. The Falcons, a shot, still alive, to make it to...
1: Well, and more importantly, to go over 7.5 wins. Exactly. Uh,
0: In Buffalo, I had the Bills favored by 9.5. I said 10.5. And... And Where is this game here?
1: Is is Matt Ryan injured? 14. Whoa. Whoa. I holy guess, holy. like the Falcons. What did we? So we nailed it right on uh, our spread picks last mm. week, which were two and zero. Oh, right, yeah. we got uh, we got the Browns plus seven and a half. By the way, kudos to you. You wanted the Browns. You wanted them. Yeah, I did. Took them. Good, good for you. You also wanted, and that one closed seven and a half. Open seven and a half. You also wanted a little bit of Detroit action f- plus five. Somehow. That game closed seven and a half. People, were, people with real-life money were betting the Falcons out to seven and a half. And did you see what our, our guy Dan did? Yeah, I did. Down seven. Just rips Knew it up. Knew what it meant.
0: Rips it up. He,
1: he covers tushed. all the numbers. Not just tushed. the closing number. That Closing tushed numbers.
0: Tushed it in there for the, you. The,
1: the closing numbers just uh, – Dan
0: Campbell has – there's no way you can convince me that Dan Campbell has not seen – what the bets are, spread, spreads are. What he is against the yeah, spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's,
1: no, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. You cannot. Yeah. Because he's like, look, he's like, he, he'll go to the owner's meeting. or He'll go to like the investor's meeting, let's say. Board of directors for the Lions of Privilege. Goes in. That exists? Looks like he's like, I took Tim Boyle to Atlanta and fucking covered bitch. Like, I, that's what I think he did,
0: you know. I'm yeah, sure. I, that would make me really
1: like him a lot more. Um Atlanta but, though, to my point Atlanta can cover or, or win games right they've won their games against who Jacksonville mm-hmm. uh the Jets uh Dolphins when the Dolphins were like 1 and 8 or whatever uh Lions um yeah and they get just absolutely pulverized by teams like the Bills <laughs> good teams. like that's even the even the uh, Niners even yeah. the Niners killed them the other day yeah
0: Oh man! I, but fourteen's a lot. Fourteen is a and lot of points, man. It's a, let, points, it's a man. letdown spot for the it's Bills. A huge letdown spot for the Bills. Why? What sort of sickness do I have where, like, at you least gravitate. ten times a year, I agonize over taking the and Falcons? And that, I think, is it the, is brutal.
1: That I think is the real problem with
0: with me and no, my no, life. No, 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 yeah. you don't
1: have a problem. My, it's the real problem with the Falcons. Like the Falcons, like we should just be. Content- <laughs> I'm gonna check
0: myself into rehab, sir. What are you here for? Um, I bet the Falcons when I know I shouldn't,
1: yeah. Because, because here's the thing, folks if you bet along with us and you bet over seven, you got to push at worst, right? Congratulations for those of you that got some seven and a half. And I'll, you know, I was trigger happy, I took more seven and a half with, with, with yeah, Atlanta. What you want in this game. All you want in this game is for Atlanta to play well enough to be favored against the Saints at home in Weeks 18. Because that way, folks, you can Hedge, hedge uh, the hell out of that bet because that you game. know the Falcons are not winning that game when you need them the most. And if you can get them at like plus one ten uh, if you can get the Saints at plus one ten or plus one twenty-five. I feel there's better, a zero percent chance I'm not hedging the hell out
0: of that game. I feel I, better about the Falcons beating the Bills than I do there, winning in week se- week eighteen against the Saints. Like I don't no care chance.
1: I don't care if Ian Book, I don't care if Ian Kindle, I don't care if I don't care who is starting for the Saints the falcons are losing that game and like the only point of this buffalo game is for them to perform well enough where they're favored in week 17 at home against new orleans that's it that's that's all that this game is for we move on to
0: the 4 p.m slate which starts off with the texans uh in san francisco to play the niners i have the niners favored by 13 and a half
1: i said 11 and a half houston We're,
0: we're both short
1: Oh come on! It's well, the, fifteen. The markets love markets love the Niners. Houston plays hard. Play hard. So better quarterback in this is it better quarterback getting points.
0: You stop it. You <laughs> shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare!
1: Was Lance starting, or am I wrong? <laughs> Davis Mills getting 15 against like, Davis Mills is how much, how many points worse than Jimmy G on a neutral stop. Jimmy had one bad game. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even pretend. And I know Davis Mills probably Davis Mills is not like graded the best of course. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, obviously, this is
0: one of the biggest mismatches from a looks perspective that we've ever had at the quarterback mm-hmm. position. Um, and that doesn't matter at all. However, 15 is too many points.
1: I think so. I think you go David
0: Colley here. The only... Uh, here's the bad thing. <clears throat> no, we can't. We can't. This is This is overreacting. So the Chargers were a COVID mess.
1: Yeah. Okay this country's a COVID mess. Like the, the idea that the Niners are- Hey, gonna... hey, this is not an Instagram story, okay? Let's... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. You're gonna be on your way to the airport. I'm just checking in folks okay, uh, to tell you that our country is a COVID
1: mess. Here's, here's the question though. Uh, here's actually a good question. I'm three hours early to my flight. No, no, I have a good question. I do, I do. If all of Houston's starters went out with COVID, what's the spread? In that game? In, in the, Against the Niners. What's the biggest the spread gets if you and I are playing corner for Houston?
0: Um, I mean, it, it could maybe get up to like 17 and a half.
1: Thank you. Okay. What happens if Jimmy G catches COVID?
0: And Trey Lance. Or starts. Devo
1: Samuel catches COVID? Or George Kittle catches COVID? If Trey Lance
0: plays, I do think the fact that he hasn't played in so long moves the line. What
1: I'm saying is the uncertainty, like, the thing, the thing, the the reason a team like Atlanta would be a team to back here, and maybe why I don't necessarily know if we can go with Tampa Bay minus thirteen and a half, for example, yeah. is it's the the risk is asymmetric. Like if Houston's players all go out with COVID, yeah, they, what you're saying is they all suck. Yeah, yeah I all, get. It. Yeah. Whereas like the Niners the Niners have a way more to lose with respect to the spread, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you if – you, you're, not, not, you're not laying it, but you're just, like, missing out on an opportunity. That being said, closing line value hasn't been worth a damn in the NFL mm-hmm. this year because of what yeah. you – you know, because of the Colts situation, for example, on Saturday. So that, that is, you know, like, the, the obvious um, caveat there.
0: This is a don't overreact to the Texans beating the Chargers without all of their good – so many of their good players. The good players, I call And the 49ers getting embarrassed on national TV. The Niners were the better team in that game, for sure. getting embarrassed on national TV, having extra rest, and having a guy named Kyle Shanahan, who you obviously hate, but like, you know. I don't hate him. Yeah, hater. Broncos Chargers in Los Angeles. What do you have this one
1: at? Ooh. Los Angeles Chargers minus four and a half. That's what I had. What? You looked at my lines. And- I didn't. No, you're I didn't. Probably even,
0: just, I, you're probably just reading my lines right now. You
1: didn't even grant me access to this document. I, I, re, I requested. Did not even it. ask? I requested. We sat next to each other during one of the worst football games in history. I and- know, but I, I promised you I wouldn't look at your lines. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I'm a man of, of integrity. Yes. Uh, what is this? F- six. F- mess with the sanctity of this game. <laughs> um, six. Yeah. Do you take Denver here? Denver walloped LAC the last time they played each other. Although that was in Mile High, so you got to think that. Can you imagine? So, so
0: we think Teddy is going to be back for this game.
1: I don't know. I, I, I currently. So, if you actually look at look ahead stuff, Green Line has our predictions for these games. Mm-hmm. I have chosen not to look at them yet, but they are on PFF.com. Yep. I have Drew Lock in there because I figure like if you get decapitated in, in yeah, game yeah. X, we're not playing you X plus two. So, um, but I think six is probably reflecting that, right? Like Drew Lock, the risk of having a Drew Lock in there is is immense, and so you know the risk of having a Drew Lock in there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, this is tough. I mean, look, we had it at four and a half. It's six. So. You're getting the number five. <laughs> yeah, know, and, it's not and a like push, drop on six. Yeah, it's not that big of a difference. Um,
1: people are people are pondering in the in the uh, comments. By the way, thank you all for listening live. Uh, what kind of defensive back I'd be? Some people thought I'd be like a lanky corner. Some people think I'd be like a like an Eric Turner type safety who would lay the wood. Uh huh. Let me just. I did play free safety in high school.
0: Can I ask you um, what? alias you wrote lanky
1: under? Nikhil Harry probably couldn't separate it from Erica Corner. Somebody said.
0: How many burner accounts do you have? I mean, going? I only have two hands. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let me just say that if I ever heard the word lanky and cornered with you, I would probably say that was a burner account. You've only had the hydro for it's a true. week, okay? Once, once you get, start averaging sub, sub to 500 splits... We get lanky in there. Yeah, I'm always. Yeah, I think yeah. you. I think then, then you'll earn the the adjectives. A lanky corner.
1: I was a lanky corner in high school.
0: You played corner in high school? I played
1: corner and safety. Yeah. Wow. I should. I wish I would have played like edge because I feel like I would developed more into but an you, edge body. Your
0: pass rushing uh, moves at the moves are impressive.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, I was don't. like, I mean, I like as a high school freshman, I was like 6'3", 185. And then by the time I was 6'3", 200, graduated as a wide receiver, then 6'3", 240 as a tight end, mm-hmm. you know, that was cracked, like – I cracked
0: 140 uh, like junior year. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. now, now I'm uh, solid 225. That's what you bench. 6'5", huh? 225. Um, where okay. are we? Rams, Ravens. This is interesting. So I'm assuming Lamar is back. You have to assume Lamar's back. Have to. I have the Ravens. I, I can't believe say. I'm saying this. I have the Ravens getting three and a half at no. home. I have the Ravens getting two and a half. Three. Uh, but I think it's moving towards three and a half. It's minus three so minus
1: one ten. Why would you bet? Why would you bet the Rams after watching what has transpired this week? Um,
0: You'd bet the Rams because of how limited the Ravens are on defense, and you'd go, okay, the Rams have Cooper Cup, Odo Beckham Jr., um, Robert Woods, not Robert Woods, (laughs) um, Van Jefferson, and they are going to cook that defensive backfield. That's what you're saying. The other flip side of that is you actually watch the Rams play today, and you go, Matt Stafford is a is was terrible he's the lowest rated quarterbacks pending review so i'm not i don't want to touch this game because i actually this to me is this stinks of a raven's improbable victory
1: Hmm. yeah i think so i think that that's probably yeah I, like i i think the ravens are going to give. i thought the ravens were going to give a game effort today i thought on offense they actually did um Defense, they just couldn't do anything. They literally could not stop. But the Vikings' defense is – The Vikings' defense, is, the Vikings defense I, and I say this like with all due respect. No, there's no respect. The Ra- That's the thing. You're giving zero due respect. The Vikings' defense is almost as bad as the Ravens. And Matt Stafford was basically like, here you go, guys, the whole game. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um,
0: at three and a half – Lamar Jackson is back. I could be tempted. Mm-hmm. I would wait though. I don't think I don't think you need to worry about um, this number moving a ton. Would be my take. I don't know.
1: Maybe. I think you're asking out- what I ran the forty in in college. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm more curious what
1: you run the forty in now. Oh well, four five five was what I ran in college. Mm-hmm. Probably six two now. Let's be honest. Lions, nothing if not honest.
0: Lions, Seahawks. Um in Seattle. I have the Seahawks favored by five and a half.
1: Six and a half me.
0: Uh this
1: is eight. Jeez. I, I'm I'm sorry. A team that just lost to Nick Foles at home is not favored by eight and a half. We're going Detroit. Just just give me Dan Campbell. Just give me baby. Dan Campbell.
0: I can't believe this is how far we've come
1: this season. Could, could he actually be the Danny Dimes? We finally found Danny Dimes. It's Dan Campbell. <laughs> it's Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell is Danny Dimes. No, but here's the thing.
0: Dimes, like, implies kind of a fineness to their game.
1: No, because dime in sports betting is obviously a grand, right? So, like, mm.
0: so Yes, we- but in, in terms of, like, Daniel Jones, it means, like, putting passes on the money. Dan Campbell's a brute force guy. But Dan Campbell's putting $1,000 bills yes, in my I pocket. Yes, I agree. I agree. Okay. Um... Cardinals, Cowboys.
1: By the way, can you, can we pause for a second? No. Seattle it's 1240. has a g- gift horsed a only if you say Versace again. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle gift horsed one of the easiest schedules in all of football at the t- down the stretch. And, it, and and has failed to even like like they could be in the hunt right now and they just just step on their yeah. own junk.
0: Who's Pete Carroll's quarterback next year?
1: Um, it's probably going to be Russell Wilson again I'm trying to think of like a college team quarterback Yeah, he needs to go back to like Sam Howell or something well there's all these like FCS schools that are now going into FBS he could be like the head coach there yeah I'm sure that's what he wants to do
0: yeah. um, he's going nowhere uh, Cardinals Cowboys in Dallas I have the Cowboys
1: favored by five this is a former NFC East battle Cardinals mm-hmm. were in that division when they were the St. Louis Cardinals as well as the Phoenix Cardinals um, thank you for that Dan- <laughs> what do you have the spread? Minus four and a half. It is five and a half. People are betting in Dallas. Yeah, not surprising here. Ah, oh, man. No, DeAndre Hopkins really hurts them. And that it was one of really the parts of like the whole, they were very impressive. They were winning games without Hopkins. They're not now. That is tough.
0: I, I think we should take the Cardinals.
1: Okay. I don't mind it. At all? Why am I saying that? Well, because um, because Kyler Murray's a transcendent talent. Kyler Murray's really freaking good. That you're good. buying at the bottom of the market. He's going. This is a homecoming for Kyler. There would Murray have been other weeks this year where you now. would have said, "Hey, uh, we have the better quarterback getting points." That's what you would have said at other times this year. Yeah.
0: How I much has changed? I Not don't that know that I
1: disagree with that totally. Um, In its current form, it's probably wrong. But things change.
0: Yeah, I I think it's there's a reason that people have such a there's a reason that people overreact to recent things because it's very hard not to and it's very hard to bet on the other side, and with the Cowboys winning that way on Sunday Night Football, there's value here. My one question is, do you think this moves out even further?
1: That's the do? way. That's the reason not to bet it. Is like you you could wait till it gets to six and bet it. And I think that that's... You think it'll get there? Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, before we get to Sunday Night Football, I want to let everyone know that our friends at Western Southern are trying to make your big game Live? special. Yeah, yours. Um, if you want to get a fully catered... Uh, you can choose the restaurant, by the way. Um, so you get maybe you could find the Wagyu burgers that Eric liked so much at the Bengal Stadium. Um, Western Southern, our friends, Western Southern Financial... Um, are helping you make smart financial decisions and enter for a chance to get a fully catered game, uh big game on February 13th, 2022. And the way that you can enter is by actually asking a question, whether you want to learn uh, about your ways to make your financial future better, or you're just curious um, about something that Chris Collinsworth, our beloved boss, um, has, uh, has been thinking about. You can ask a question of Chris at WesternSouthern.com slash ask Chris. That's WesternSouthern.com slash ask Chris. When you ask that question, you will be entered to win. Um, go ask the question, make it good, and maybe you'll hear your question answered on the Chris Collinsworth podcast on YouTube, on PFS channel, or on Western and Southern's Instagram. So go make that happen and uh, enter for a chance. Okay. Sunday night football. Vikings Packers. God, I'm excited to hear what you think about this game. I have the Packers favored by it half.
1: I said six and a half. I actually Ooh. knew this line. Well, so, <clears throat> our our friend, mm-hmm. the esteemed, the uh, – honestly, on a Twitter roll right now, uh, Ben Baldwin. Um, what, is he, what is he talking about right now? Well, like, basically any time a team goes for it now and makes it, mm-hmm. he's sort of like doing the whole – you know, oh, they went for the point or they they oh, yeah. they took the points and instead of three points, it was actually mm-hmm. seven points, that kind of thing. I mean, wonderful. Um, he messaged me and asked me about this number, which is Green Bay minus seven. Mm-hmm. It's a little juiced, it's probably mm-hmm. six and a half is a true number. Yep. And he was saying, you know, what do you think of that? And I said, Well, you know, they open last time Green Bay was our lock of the week. It did not win that week, nope. right? Green Bay opened in, at Metrodome at minus two and a half, got down to like one. Take home field advantage, you know, Lambo versus playing indoors. That's probably a, one, a point and a half, so you mm-hmm. you sort of take that. It's three, add, yep. it, add it up. So, open five and a half. What can you add to this then? How much has changed since last time they played? Well, the Vikings have won games and they've lost games. Kirk has gotten worse. He's gotten a rib injury. Packers have won games only since then, they, mm-hmm. but they haven't covered every time. I do think this number is long. I do think that... You're getting some value if you can get Minnesota at, set, at seven. Like, yeah. that being said, I mean, look, I remember, you know, they they've played Green Bay late in the season when they were not going nowhere and Green Bay was, mm-hmm. and they've gotten pummeled, right? Pummeled. And, you know, there was the game in 2016 where the yep. defensive backs quit on Zimmer. You know, Zimmer's got to be done after this season, right? Zimmer, Spielman, Cousins, like all them. Yeah. Let it go, Elsa. That thing, like, just gone. But can I don't I, know.
0: Can I interest you in uh, a little weather report? On Saturday in Green Bay, it will be snowing and 22 degrees. On Sunday, it will be 12 degrees, 15 mile an hour winds, uh, chance, small chance of snow.
1: I. Okay, then I'm laying off this game. I don't think Kirk Cousins wants anything There's to do with it. There's nothing
0: that I want to fade more than Kirk Cousins in 12-degree weather with snow on the so ground. So
1: Kirk won his last start in Green Bay. A couple things, caveats about it. It was, and it was a November game. It was without fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. And Dalvin Cook was playing. And I know running backs don't matter that much. But that game, the point spread went from 6.5 and, and closed at 5 mm-hmm. because the wind... Went from like ten miles an hour on you know forecast to like thirty, and it it took away the passing of Rodgers, it enhanced the strength of the Vikings, which is running the football, and or what they want to do. And Green Bay's kind of softness in stopping the run. We saw Nick Chubb the other day, Mm -hmm. right? It was like two hundred yards on the ground. So I don't think that this is the same thing. You know what I mean? Like wet, snowy, all that kind of stuff. To me. I think the Vikings are probably too soft to win a game like this.
0: If there's anything that Eric is an aficionado of, it's softness. So make sure you you take that into account. Uh, the Monday night game is Cleveland-Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Boy, the Steelers were impressive today.
1: They were a privilege, weren't they? Wow,
0: that was look.
1: Look, if, if I wanted to break out of a slump, I would simply schedule Pittsburgh. Yeah, if,
0: you, if only you could. Uh, I have the Steelers getting three points at home. I said two and a half. It is three. Um, Cleveland
1: sucks too, though. Like, that's the thing.
0: Yeah, yes. Cleveland, and I think this is actually to your point about the Packers. Baker Mayfield threw 100 interceptions, and they covered that game, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they did more than cover, right? Like They, sh- they had a chance they had a to win chance the game. Win the the game. Yeah. So, I don't know man i the browns are gonna the Steelers defense is so soft to borrow your catchphrase there, like the browns are gonna run over them
1: yeah, I mean, the chiefs ran all over them to a certain extent today um they're also just like down players. does Tomlin streak so like this is important from betting people's perspective, right Pittsburghs seven seven, and one mm. they split the next two they're gonna they go under the eight 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 and a half wins, yeah. They don't make the playoffs probably. All those bets Are you trying
0: to tell me that Tomlin's streak is going to make them play harder?
1: No, no, no. I'm saying, what do you think? Do you think that they win one of the next two?
0: I'll tell you what. I don't think they've quit on their coach.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're not getting into that again. Um, Because it's a grind if you bet Pittsburgh under, right? You have to basically hope that they lose this one or the next one against mm -hmm. a banged-up Ravens team that might have nothing to play for. The Ravens lose this week. They still have something to play for, but it'll be less... Of, a, of, a, of, a, of a, an acute opportunity. Um,
0: I'll, I'll say this. I don't particularly like the Browns as a three-point road favorite. No. Favor. no, no. Uh, I'll say that. Um, okay, that is the Week 17 slate.
1: What what sticks out to you? So write down what I've written down so far. And some of this goes in, some of this I'm going to reevaluate because of what I said about COVID. Mm-hmm. But I wrote down Tampa Bay minus 13 and a half against the Jets. Mm-hmm. Like, Tom Brady gets COVID, this is as bad as dead, basically. Right? Uh,
0: Yeah, it's impossible, actually.
1: Yeah. Miami plus three and a half at 10. I don't know if you
0: know this, but almond extract and avocado oil combined create a force field around you that prevents you from getting Omicron. Oh. Yeah. It's why I haven't gotten the booster yet. I'm just a lot of, lot of almond extract.
1: <laughs> what if you just, like, stare COVID down? Bathing in it. In the in face it. And just, Bathing in, you're in you're it. You just kind of, like... I put... Does COVID blink put first? put amino acids in it,
0: too, and uh, those really help. Does COVID blink first? Have you followed, Do you know who the liver king is? No. Okay, so you've <laughs> got to go. By the way, if anyone out there is listening, and bless you if you are, because it's 12.50 a.m., and you can't fall asleep tonight, go watch the—so just go type in liver king on Instagram. I don't even need to explain it to you. You will fucking die laughing. It's amazing content. Um but his name is very true he literally he, he eats like a um, a barbarian basically like he eats raw liver and raw bone marrow and like raw like cow testicle and shit and that's it protects you from cuz he
1: gotten covid yet
0: based on the way the dude looks it does not appear so interesting Yeah. I also don't know if he lives in a place where there are other people and you can get COVID that way. So... Yeah, right.
1: That that does seem to be an important detail about infectious diseases. So I have... And then New England minus... That's my
0: recommendation of the week, by the way, is just to start (laughs) (laughs) consuming
1: liver king content. So, okay. New England minus 15 and a half. Again, that one's... Again, COVID issues there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Atlanta plus 14 and a half... 14 against Buffalo. That... That gets enhanced if COVID happens. Mm-hmm. Although if Matt Ryan gets COVID, uh, and we have to watch Philippi Franks. I mean, that that is a 30 That'd be point rough. spread.
0: Although potentially Arthur Smith could get COVID, and then we wouldn't have to watch awful play calls on yeah, fourth half. That's true. That that's Arthur Smith has
1: somehow made two franchises worse by mm. moving this year. Um Houston plus fifteen at San Fran. We already talked about that. Detroit plus eight and a half at Seattle. To me, that's that's is that's it a, eight and a half now? That is a. I saw eight. Oh, okay, that's a that's a leader in the clubhouse for lock of the week. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's just eight, just eight. Yeah, um, actually trending seven and a half. Um, and then and then we're not going to do Arizona plus five and a half because we think it's going to get out to six. Okay. So I think we have we have to decide whether or not, and we'll decide this in our write up. We have to decide whether or not we want to lay big favorites this week because yeah. of all the issues with COVID. Um, yeah. Issues.
0: Okay. Well, our article will be out in the morning. You can go check out what we decided upon. I can't promise that Eric will pronounce any coaches' last names in that, um, or that I will eat any raw liver. Probably won't happen on either one. But we appreciate you guys for tuning in. We love you all. We will see you guys on Wednesday. Merry Christmas. Peace out.